and welcome to the I Am Woman Project, where every week we have deep thought-provoking and interesting conversations with thought leaders, change instigators, rule breakers and creative minds who think differently, sparking creativity and inspiration. Our special guests on our show cover a variety of topics just for you, and they share their personal stories to inspire, motivate and empower you, our listener. The I Am Woman podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes are found at www.catherineplano.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Today we have Catherine Zenkina, the Manifestation Babe. Catherine is a spiritual mindset coach, manifesting expert and creator of the exploding personal development brand, Manifestation Babe. After committing to completely transforming her money mindset in early 2016, she went from being $25,000 in credit card debt barely paying her bills to being financially free and creating a thriving six-figure coaching business of her dreams in just a year and a half. Catherine is passionate about empowering other women to realize the simple fact that they can be, do and have anything they desire. They just need the proper guidance and the belief in themselves that anything is possible. Catherine believes that the number one reason most individuals fail to succeed is a lack of persistence, one million percent of the time. Catherine has a lot of women who tell her that they have ran into a lot of roadblocks, obstacles and challenges and what they take it as is a sign that it's not meant to be. Catherine is always shocked to hear this because if she were to give up due to a challenge obstacle or roadblock at any point in her business and mind you she is saying this from experience she swears that May of 2017 was the toughest month with challenge after challenge and without these challenges she would not be where she is today just a little reminder to all of our listeners the road to success is not guaranteed to be smooth and bumps doesn't mean it's the wrong road So now it's time to buckle up and as you are driving through that bumpy road, tune into this inspirational manifestation, babe. Enjoy. So today, or this morning, I should say, we have the beautiful Catherine Zenkina, all the way from LA, and her company is Manifestation Babe. How are you today? I am so good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for coming on the show. So I thought we better start recording because I was asking Catherine, how did you come up with the name Manifestation Babe? Because such a cool name. So I thought we can start with that, Catherine. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. And I have a little bit of a backstory to it. So Manifestation Babe is my personal development brand. It's kind of like my coaching business, my digital courses, my retreats, everything that I do kind of under the umbrella of Manifestation Babe. 
And manifestation babe is the, I want to share kind of the story of how it came about. So I have been the kind of child that has been really obsessed with the self-help section of Barnes and Noble ever since I can remember. I don't know why, but I just had this weird connection to going into that section and taking in the inspiration that some authors have put out. Even if I didn't quite understand what I was reading, for some reason, I would always sit in that section. And um, I didn't think anything of it until I was about 16 years old, which is uh, right around the time that the, you know, the worldwide famous book slash movie, The Secret came out. And my friend in high school handed me this book because she knew that I was such a book nerd, just always reading like books on personal development. And um, even though I was a science nerd, so I actually went to college for a degree in biology and very fascinated with the sciences and all that stuff and kind of was led by my parents to want to pursue a degree um, in medicine to become a doctor. However, it's so funny that that is complete opposite of what I do today. However, she had this book called The Secret and she handed it to me and she was like, Catherine, this book will blow your mind. And I was like, okay, down. Um, And she was like, this is the reason that my grandpa says that he doesn't work for money. Money works for him. And I was just like, okay, well, that is extremely fascinating. I was sold. So I read the book and that night was the first time I ever manifested something. And I actually manifested a good grade on a a nat physiology test that I was sure that I bombed. And somehow through my, just my intentions and everything that I applied from the book, my teacher was actually one of those teachers that would call parents if they got an A grade. And I remember literally an hour after finishing the secret and kind of like getting myself into this headspace of like, Oh my God, this is so cool. I'm going to believe in this stuff because it sounds amazing. I want to manifest things. And I remember hearing the phone call and the teacher actually called my mom to tell her that I got an A. And, you know, ever since then, that point, it's been kind of like on and off. I don't know if you're familiar with, for instance, like if you've ever heard from like psychics, how they say like psychic abilities can come on and off throughout lifetimes. And some people kind of turn it off. Some people kind of turn it back on that was kind of like the law of attraction to me and manifesting and all this stuff. It always fascinated me, but you know, doubt always tends to kick in and who we surround ourselves with tends to affect our opinions and belief systems. And so um, I didn't want to be the only weirdo who (laughs) practiced this stuff or read this kind of stuff or believed in it. So I decided to just kind of turn it off in the moment and, um, you know, finish my schooling and once I finished my schooling, I, um, I was in another online business at the time. So I was actually doing network marketing and in network marketing, we're all about personal development. It's all about the mindset, business and mindset is all connected. You get more sales if you're on top of your game and your mind and all this stuff. And a lot of the people in network marketing are also big believers of manifesting. And so I was told to go to Tony Robbins and, um, So one of his events, so if you guys don't know who Tony Robbins is, he is amazing. One of my mentors that I wish I could say is a personal mentor, but right now it's more of an audio video basis and events basis. But I went to one of his events and that event came into my life right around the time of the rockiest time of my life. And it inspired me so much. I decided that, you know what, I'm, when I leave this event, 
I am going to, I was $25,000 in debt at the time. I just broke up with my boyfriend of six years and I decided to move to Los Angeles. And I was like, you know what? I need to figure this out. Like I need to go back to everything that I know deep within me that is true about how the universe works and how, you know, I just knew that I was not put on this planet to pay bills and die or just pursue something that didn't, that I didn't love. Like my parents were constantly asking me, Kathleen, when are you applying to medical school? When are you applying to medical school? And I was like, no, this is not it. Like this, that doesn't even drive me. It doesn't even inspire me. And so, you know, long story short, a couple months down the line of me actually applying all these principles and getting into personal development very, very deeply into my practice, my spiritual practice flashed into my mind one day to create an Instagram account sharing some of my favorite quotes and, you know, inspirational quotes and posts and things that I picked up from all the meetings that I've done and put them on Instagram just so I have a place to collect them and kind of inspire other people. And from there is pretty much where this whole thing took off was from that one Instagram account. And now today it's turned into a six figure uh, coaching business, a successful digital course business and pretty much a community. Like I have a community now. Uh, we call ourselves the Manifestation Babes on Facebook, and it's just pretty much grown and exploded from there. Mm, Catherine, I think I've seen that on Facebook. Actually, you have a group, haven't you? Yes, yeah. I do. It's uh, it has like I think we're at ten thousand members now. Something mm. crazy like that. Fantastic. So there was a couple of things I'm curious about. And I'm sure uh-huh. that our listeners are as well. You talked about turning on your your psychic abilities or your intuition, whatever you would like to call it. You have mm-hmm. the power to turn it on and off. So for our listeners, what do you mean by turning it on and off? So I believe that we – so we want to go deep here. I believe that when we come in onto this planet, we are, you know, when we incarnate into this lifetime, we are very aware of what our gifts, abilities, talents are, what we're supposed to do on this planet, and that we're always connected to the natural rhythm of, you know, the universe of earth. And we just have this deep understanding that we are, we have come onto this planet to have this bigger mission of raising the vibration. And a lot of people will, you know, as because of society, right? Because in society, we want to fit in. And it's not cool to, um, you know, especially as children to be into this kind of stuff. Or, you know, psychics are usually like, especially psychic children, they're seen as, you know, complete weirdos, or just like what is going on. Or one of my spiritual advisors, actually, I love her to death, Lisa McCoy, she talks about how a lot of kids, like autistic kids, or a lot of kids with mental illnesses are actually misdiagnosed because they actually have some sort of psychic abilities that we don't understand. And so we kind of out of fear tend to turn all this off. And that's kind of where I was when I was 16 and kind of opened myself to my intuition and my natural communication with the universe and, you know, um, everything that I practice today. And when you and how you can turn it on, basically, is to just kind of choose. It's kind of like a decision. It's kind of that knowing or that desire to want to open more, open yourself to something more. If you want to enhance your intuition, it's just about making that decision because you have everything within you already inside of you. It's just that you need to choose and declare that, you know what, 
I want to open myself up to it. I want to receive signs from the universe. I do a lot of things with like receiving signs. I see a lot of angel numbers, triple digits, all that good stuff. And so we are able to turn it on and off based on free will as well. So if we want to stay asleep to this kind of stuff, we can. And if we want to wake up to it, we can also make that decision to do so based on free will. Mm, So true. I actually, uh, you reminded me uh, uh, when you were speaking about Lisa McCoy, um, many years ago, I'm talking about 25 years ago, maybe even longer, I was part of this group and um, we used to uh, meet on a weekly basis and uh, some of the individuals that were part of this group were actually put in mental institutions because they were open channels. Um, and there were mm-hmm. some other people sitting in that group that had also had accidents, for example, car accidents. Another one had fallen off a horse and broken every single bone in her body and was open to seeing uh, spirit. And it was really fascinating to hear these stories as to be part of this group because it's true, they were an open channel, but they didn't know how to control the openness of their channel. And that's what they were doing within that group was learning how to channel that information, when to switch it on and off. Um, and I don't think it's it's weird. These days, I think, Catherine, it's more and more acceptable that we talk oh, yeah. about the woo-woo stuff. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. And that's why this is my mission today. Because mm. I, you know, I've experienced the being the outcast. <laughs> I've experienced kind of, you know, my friends kind of being like, all right, Catherine's lost her marbles. It's okay. And today I see that more and more women are waking up to their um, spirituality and opening up to it and feeling it's very empowering. It's mm. very empowering. And so we are very attracted to that, especially in today's day, which is so beautiful because now you see crystals all over Instagram and you see um we talk about you know intention candles and essential oils and all that stuff and it's just so beautiful because that's always been something that um it's been around for so so many years since ancient times all these woo-woo things you know um you know witches and priestesses and all those um figures have been around for such a long time and it's Um, you know, there's all this talk about like the divine feminine, which I am starting to learn more and more about. So this is actually stuff that I am personally starting to learn more about. Because when I started my mindset journey and kind of opening myself to my intuition, I was not this woo-woo. I was very like, I need to know the science behind it. I need to know the science of the subconscious mind and how mindset works. And only now I am finally, you know, with everyone else around us, I'm opening myself up to my spirituality and it just, it feels right. It feels so good. Mm, absolutely. I love it. And and uh, for our listeners, Catherine is a very young woman. Um, I won't say how old she is, but she's, she's very young. And I was just blown away um, about um, what you do, what you're tapping into, what you've created. And surely your friends around you must be going, what is Catherine doing to manifest this abundance around her right now? Surely w- they would be curious uh, whether it's woo-woo mm-hmm. or not woo-woo. Definitely. And that's kind of the feedback that I get now is now people are like, all right, tell me your tricks. What are you doing? I need your courses. Can you coach me? Like that's kind of the feedback that I'm getting now. So sometimes it's a matter of, you know, if you're unsupported or you are feeling afraid to step into your power, you know, it means that 
there are other people because you're a human being and we all share very similar fears, doubts and worries. It means that there's other people out there too who are probably interested in this kind of stuff, but are afraid. And so by you opening up and sharing your story, not being afraid to share your, um, your advice and your value and what you have to say about it and your opinions, you are giving permission to other people to start sharing and opening up to it as well. Mm, so true, so true. There's, uh, Catherine, I just want to, uh, for our listeners, you mentioned uh, when you first got involved in this, uh, there was a quote where you said, money works for him. So how does <laughs> money work for you? What are the tricks? <laughs> what are the tricks? All right, so money mindset is something that I work a lot with, with my clients, and it all comes down to unlearning what society has conditioned us to believe about money and relearning the truth. And what the truth is, is that money is just an energy. It's a currency that we have, especially energy that we have attached to say a piece of paper or a bank account. And what we do in our society today is we put money on such a pedestal where we look at it as if it's something like, for instance, a lot of people struggle with manifesting money for some reason. They're able to manifest the relationship. They're able to believe that they can manifest a client. They're able to believe that they can manifest, you know, a better living or whatever it is. But for some reason, money is so hard for them. And it's because of our societal conditioning and society wants us to believe that money is a limited resource. It's hard to come by it's evil, it's bad, it corrupts you, it makes you, you know, blah, 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 blah. And all of these beliefs just come from, they all come from people who, first of all, have never experienced abundance in their life. And so therefore, there's a lot of um, anger and resentment attached to those beliefs. And what you'll find is that the, the, the wealthiest people in the world and the people who are truly abundant they believe in the real truth about money. What the real truth about money is that it is an unlimited resource and it is an energy and it's a form of energy that we exchange for value. So value and how you receive more money in your life is by giving more value out into the world. And so if your value, your value can be anything. For instance, my value in the world is through my coaching services. I give value to the world through my Instagram posts, through inspiration, through my courses. And in return, people pay me. They give me value back, that energy back, so that I am not just emptying my cup, but I'm filling my cup back up with that same energy back, if that makes sense. And I, I do a lot of talking, I do a lot of coaching on my clients, you know, clients who are ashamed of charging money for their gifts. And I always tell them that if they're, if they're underpaid, like there's nothing, there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing sexy about being underpaid for your gifts or underpaid for your value, or there's nothing sexy about financial struggle. Like all that stuff does not make you a better person. And I can go on and on about this stuff. Like people feel very guilty for having more money because they believe that by them having more, that the world has less, like someone else has less. And I'm always teaching people that we do not live in a zero sum world. So just like, for instance, my favorite analogy to money actually is money is just like oxygen. 
And the reason why I love it is because if you think about it, money is a resource and so is oxygen. And when you're breathing in money, that's like a, a when you're breathing in, sorry, when you're breathing in oxygen, it's like a flow in. And when you're breathing it, breathing it out, it's a flow out. And it just feels so natural. And you don't have to worry about having enough oxygen. It's just kind of around you. And if you need more, you take in more. And if you don't need it, you don't need it. And by you taking a bigger breath, it's not taking away um, that, you know, that resource from someone else. And so that's really, really helped me. And how to open up those channels of abundance. Um, I actually wrote a book called Unleash Your Inner Money Babe, Uplevel Your Money Mindset and Manifest $1,000 in 21 Days, which is available on Amazon. And in that book, I basically take the reader on a 21-day journey of sharing little wisdom, truths and tidbits on money, but also having them apply um, manifesting money. It's called Money Babe Actions that I do in here. It's kind of written like a workbook. And in this workbook, I share, um, for instance, you know, feeling grateful for your money, um, tracking your money, um, how money can be created. You know, when you start seeing money as this, this just energy, you're able to bring in more of it and you're able to think of other ways that it can come into your life. And you just start um, connecting with the universe because I'm a big believer. So obviously in manifesting, you always, what you ask for is what you receive. And so women need to know that they need to stop being so afraid of asking for more money and, or asking for more abundance or asking for more in general. And that more is always available to them because money is like a resource. It's always flowing back into your life, always flowing your way. And one of my favorite affirmations is money is an unlimited resource and it's always flowing my way. Does that kind of answer your question? I know I just went oh, on no. and on and on in circles. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. And I do, I do believe in money is energy and it's in the giving that we receive. It's, it's a two way yes. thing from an energy perspective. And I love the fact that you talk about breathing in money because as you were speaking about it from an energy point of view I was thinking that if there are any money blocks you would feel it as you're breathing in your money your money energy because you would feel mm -hmm. it that it wouldn't go right through and if it doesn't flow through then this is where you're you can actually sort of start unpacking what are those limiting beliefs that is stopping you from having that money energy flow through you Exactly. And those limiting beliefs is something that you can just work through. And anything that you've ever heard about um, money that's negative, or that, you know, proves to you like shows you that it's limited, it all comes from something that you heard in your childhood. It all comes from something that maybe your parents believe or your siblings believe. And it's all just a story that we've heard from someone. And that story just manifests into reality. And that's why we see for instance, maybe you do have a limiting belief deep down inside that is very connected to the reality you see today. And a lot of people think that their reality is their current truth, where their reality, their current reality is just a collection of everything that they have manifested in the past or have believed in the past. So what I love about the work that I do is that I help my clients figure out, you know, when is that, what is that one moment? Like go back in time and remember that first time that you learned that money is a limited resource or that there's not enough to go around or that money's evil or that it's bad or it doesn't grow on trees. Like what are, what is that phrase that you first heard 
who is it from? And once they realize that it's just tied to a memory or tied to one specific event, they gain this awareness and they start seeing that it's not the ultimate truth. Because at the same time, you can also, and I tell my clients all the time, okay, can you show me examples or can you think of examples of other people who are living the opposite of this belief? And if you can find that truth in other people who are living the opposite of this belief, like, can you, can you do like, do you know someone in your life who is abundant, who's not stressed about money or who earns it through passive income or whatever that limiting belief is, they start seeing that all they're doing is just repeating the same story over and over and over again from their past. And only that's being reflected into their reality. And once they realize that it's just a story, they're able to change that story. They're able to choose a new, more empowering belief. And through repetition, through affirmations, through using mantras, and through gathering um, more and more proof that it's not true, they're able to rewire their brains to believe in the new empowering belief. Mm, it's so true. And it's, it's, it's bringing light to those unconscious uh, limiting beliefs because they are unconscious. But once you make them conscious, you're able to work with them and mold them in a different way because it, it's one of those things that uh, we have spoken to another lady on the show where if you grew up and you saw your parents fighting over money, for example, as a very small child, maybe at the age of five or six, then as you grow up, you actually don't realize that because unconsciously when you were a little boy or a little girl and you saw your parents argue about money, in your mind you thought money creates arguments and therefore I will stay away from money. And then as you become an adult, all of a sudden you want to uh, go for that um, a pay rise or for a new position in your company, but you just something stops you. And that something is that limiting belief or that block that gets in the way of you achieving exactly what you desire. So you can work with them uh, and once you bring them to light. Yes. And that's, that's how we self-sabotage ourselves right there yeah. is, you know, if you have that constant episodes of self-sabotage, it's because you have made some sort of connection to something that you saw, like, again, the parents fighting over the money, you automatically connected it to money causes fights and money causes arguments and money causes drama. And so when it's your opportunity to ask for more money or bring more money into your life, you unknowingly sabotage yourself from doing so. Like maybe you get sick or maybe you decide not to ask your boss for a raise or maybe you forget about the meeting or you oversleep or somehow your subconscious sabotages, um, you know, your, your well-meant actions because it says, you know what, I don't want to cause more drama in my life. I don't want to get into an argument because money means drama, meaning money means fighting money means arguments. And so therefore you will actually, your subconscious will stop yourself. So it is so important to do this kind of work and to gain awareness of what is holding you back and doing forgiveness work. So I'm really, really big on forgiveness work around money and some, one of the days. So each uh, chapter is broken up by days in my book and day two is all about forgiveness. And forgiving any negative memory around money or just anything negative in your childhood in general, 
that could bring your vibration down. That could, um, because I believe a lot of people hold on to so much resentment and even people who they get so inspired to work on themselves and they get so inspired they hear about the law of attraction, they hear about manifesting and they get so excited and they're like, whoa, I, I can't wait to do this. They do everything on the list correctly. Like they do the visualization, they do the vision boards, they do um, all that good stuff. But for some reason, they're not breaking through. And it's because they're literally holding on to some sort of resentment or something that they know deep inside that they need to forgive that is keeping them in this lower vibration. And so one super, super, it's, I wouldn't say easy because the forgiveness work is not easy, but one way to bring yourself up at a higher vibration where um, abundance actually is a very high vibration uh, feeling, it's a high vibration frequency um, you know, gratitude and joy, those are all high frequency emotions, high frequency feelings. And those live at a place where resentment doesn't. So I'm really big on doing a lot of forgiveness work. So maybe you are listening to this right now and you're thinking about all those memories in your childhood. Like for instance, you remember your parents fighting, you remember um, being told no a lot. Or for me, for instance, I was actually an immigrant as a baby. My, me and my family immigrated into the United States. And so a lot of my very early childhood years were, I experienced the word, we can't afford a lot because obviously we couldn't afford a lot. Um, and so I had to forgive that. I had to forgive uh, my mom for constantly saying that phrase to me so that I could release it and just understand that she was doing her best and that I don't have to carry on that story of I can't afford into my adulthood as well. Oh, very inspiring. So, Catherine, what are your thoughts around asking in comparison to being grateful of what you have? So, for example, asking? yeah, so uh -huh. asking for money. So there's, we spoke about this um, just a couple of weeks ago, the energy, when you ask for something, and I think this is what gets in the way of most individuals, when you mm -hmm. ask, you come from a place of almost, um, not desperation, but, you know, as if you are not um, abundant. And then mm -hmm. when you come from a place where you're being grateful for receiving what you're receiving, you come from a place of, you know, faith, I guess. So what are your thoughts yeah. between the difference? Because ask and you shall receive. I agree with that. Absolutely. Hands down agree with that. But then what is the energy that is carried with the asking piece? Yeah. So let me share with you a little bit of my manifesting process, especially around that. So asking, of course, is important because you want to get really clear on what it is that you desire. So you got to ask because you have to figure out, okay, what is it that I want? Where people go wrong is when they ask and then they keep asking and then they keep asking and asking because they're coming from a place of not yet having it. If you have to ask more than once, then you're coming from a place of, I do not have it yet. I don't trust that the universe is going to bring it to me. And so therefore, let me ask again. Um, and after I ask, I will automatically go into, I call it embodying the version of. So I will start embodying the version of myself that already has this thing that I asked for immediately. That is like the next step for me. 
um, before then, maybe I need to clear something because maybe I don't believe that I can have it. So I will do some limiting belief work or I will, um, ask myself why I don't believe I can have it and just, um, get super clear on, you know, empowering myself and releasing any blockages or limiting beliefs around then. And then I will embody the version of myself that already has this desire. So for instance, if it's a certain amount of money, I will ask myself, what is the version of myself? How does she treat others? How does she treat herself? How does she speak about money? How does she speak to other people? How does she dress? How does she, uh, what does she feel? What is her morning ritual like? I just ask myself all these questions and then I am able to step into that version of myself and stay grateful the whole time. Because when you're stepping into that version of yourself and you're feeling the feelings of, so you're already feeling as if you have that money, it, it's your subconscious mind, first of all, can't tell the difference of whether you already have the thing or you don't. But you get into this place that you already are so convinced that you already have this thing. You are, you stay grateful for it. And that is when it manifests is when you can get into that place where you already believe you have it so that even if you don't get it, you're not upset because you feel like you already have it. You're already in that place. And it's in that place of embodying the version of that. I feel all this gratitude for what I, whether I actually have it or don't have it yet in my mind, I already have it because I know that once you believe you can have it, you will have it. Um, but I don't think that asking versus, you know, I feel like asking and being grateful for it is kind of, it goes together into one process for me. Mm. I don't look at it as like an either or. I look at it as step one is ask, step two is be grateful for it. Mm, I love it. So for our listeners, uh, what I heard from you is there's kind of four steps. So the first step is you ask. The second step is you behave or act as if you already have it. And the third step is clearing your blocks. Blocks. So for example, if you're trying it on for size and it doesn't fit or doesn't feel comfortable, then you need to do some inner work to release these blocks. And then once you've done that, you go back to trying it on for size. What does this uh, feel like, look like? How do I behave? How do I act? And uh, and really emphasize on the feelings. Is that correct in, in the way that you have to almost yes. live and breathe and ha- have that high vibration to manifest? Oh, yes, yes. And, you know, sometimes we what, what we ask for, we might not feel any resistance around it. It might be just the natural next step. Um, but some a piece of advice that I always give my clients is that if they are feeling any kind of resistance towards what they ask for, um, take what you ask for and kind of put it on the back, kind of put it not on the back burner, but kind of set it to the side as your like one big goal and then chunk it down. So for instance, if you are trying to manifest $10,000, but $10,000 is so unbelievable to you, even though that's what you want, I always say, let's keep that bigger goal in mind. Let's work towards it. But right now let's focus on what would an extra $500 feel like? And when my clients will manifest, get into the vibration of and manifest that $500, I, I go, okay, let's work our way up to $1,000 and then $1,500 or, you know, some clients are able to jump right to $5,000. Some people are able to go straight to $10,000 right away. It's all based on how much resistance that you have around it. And for me, what really helps is to chunk down. And it, this works 
with like goal setting too, right? You have your big goal for the next five years, but if you just focus on that big five-year goal and it just looms over you, it just seems so massive, seems so impossible. It's really discouraging and you never really start working on it. And so breaking it down into, okay, if I have this big five-year goal, what do I need to do? What do I need to accomplish this year? And if not this year, what do I need to accomplish in the next month, in the next week, in the next day? And it's kind of like that chunking down process that really helps, um, especially if you're having a hard time wrapping your mind around something bigger, that will affect your manifesting process. Not to say that it's impossible because there's nothing impossible. It's just working with your belief system and stretching. Um, I talk about how manifesting, you have a muscle for it. And in order to build that muscle, you got to start somewhere small just to show yourself that it works because it always works. You're always manifesting. The law of attraction is always on just like the law of gravity. But sometimes we got to start with a cup of coffee. I always say like start with manifesting a cup of coffee. When you are able to manifest a cup of coffee, you see it appear in your reality, a free cup of coffee. For instance, your friend, you, you set the intention to manifest a free cup of coffee and the next day you go out to coffee or you and your friend are on a drive you guys decide to stop for coffee and your friend pays for your coffee. And you're like, Oh my God, I did it. I manifested a cup of coffee. So what can I do next? Let me try a free lunch. And then after the lunch, it's like, let me try like a, a free um, dinner. And then from then on, it's like, let me try a hotel for the night. And then let me try a vacation. Let me try. And the same goes for anything that you want. And so sometimes people just need a little bit of that help with working on their manifesting muscle. And you know, I've done this for so for so long now. I've been studying this kind of stuff for so long now that my muscle is very strong and I'm able to wrap my mind around bigger and bigger things. But especially for people who start out, it's all about um, working with their resistance and chunking down on what they believe that they can have. Mm, I love manifesting a holiday, by the way, Catherine. Love that. Yeah, <laughs> it's so fun. So, Catherine, during your whole journey of manifestation, what's been your greatest lesson that you have learned along the way? My greatest lesson, um, I would say surrender. And knowing that, first of all, the, the, the lesson behind setting the intention of this or something better and just surrendering and knowing that no matter what happens in the end, it's going to come out better because everything always happens for your highest good. And people get really wrapped up in um, getting really attached to something that they're trying to bring into their life. For instance, I used to get really attached to bringing clients into my life or a certain amount of money into my life. And with that attachment, when you get too attached to a single outcome, then you're literally blocking off all the other possibilities because there are a million and a half ways that your desire can come to you. But when you're attached to one, the universe can't work with you because it, it you're like, you're messing, you're messing with the energy, you're way too into it. And so the greatest lesson that I learned is to just have that faith and that trust that in the end, I'm either going to get exactly what I want or it's actually going to turn out better because everything always happens for the highest good. And surrendering and just allowing things to unfold and stop being so controlling. 
I am someone who wanted, used to want to control everything and I still struggle with it. You know, I want this to come in this way and that to come in this way and it has to come by this date. Otherwise it's going to screw up with my schedule for the next week and all this stuff. And I just learned that if you allow, if you get into the flow of life and allow it to unfold, it's going to turn out so much better than you can ever imagine. And I've had so much proof of that now to where I've just, I've gotten really good at just letting go and not being attached. Mm, I love that. And I always look at that when you actually manifest, if you're not letting it go and you keep asking for it and asking for it, it's like you're hanging on to it and you're not allowing the universe to give it shape or life. So I do love that piece. So, Catherine, as we wrap up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration, if they had to pick one word that best describes her personal brand, what would be that one word for you? That word would definitely, definitely be limitless. Yes. And why I say that is because that's what I teach. I empower women to understand that they have zero limitations. And they can be, do, have anything that they want. And I really feel like I embody that in my brand and anything that I ever put out there, ever put into a video or, um, you know, a post in my group or a post on Facebook or on my website. It's always with that core messaging that there are no limitations. And the only limitations that you may encounter are ones that are self-imposed. So I feel like limitless would be the best description. Oh, I love that. And the th- the other thing we ask our woman of inspiration is to leave three shiny golden nuggets for our listeners. So what would be those three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to leave for our listeners today? Mm, okay, let me think. Um, one would definitely be to be true to what you want. So a lot of women, um, especially women, we are so focused on everyone else and we're so focused on making sure that every, all is well with everyone else and we put everyone before us. And when it comes down to figuring out what our desires are and what we want, we get very lost and we start taking in other people's opinions or we, we start taking in someone else's dream for us and we just don't, we just get so lost in what we want. And something that I help so many women with is to, when you sit down to figure out, like for instance, I do a lot of journaling. Maybe you open up your journal tonight and you sit down and you just imagine for a second that you are alone on this planet. Just forget who your family is, forget your friends, forget society, forget everyone on your social media. Just if no one else is around you and it was just, it came down to you, what is it? that you want to accomplish? What is it that you would dream of? And a lot of women, they, they, they realize that, you know what, like, I don't want, for instance, for me, I don't want to be a doctor. Like it sounds all good and dandy because all of my friends are doctors. My parents want me to be a doctor, but if I forget about all of them, I don't want to be a doctor. I'm going to be very unfulfilled as a doctor. I want to be a spiritual teacher. That stuff lights me up. And if you just, if you just sit down with yourself and get really clear on what it is that you want, not paying attention to anyone else, then your entire world opens up and then you're able to open up, um, you know, living your life purpose as they call it. And the second one is to, this is definitely a lesson that I had to learn 
is to stay in your own lane, especially if you're a woman in business, building an online business, if you're a coach, if you're a healer, a light worker, whatever you are, and you're, you're, you're building this online platform, it's so easy to get sucked into what everyone else is doing. It's so easy to start looking at everyone else's um, website and their followers and what they're doing and what they're saying. And when you get distracted by what everyone else is doing, that is precious time away from your own mission, your own business. And that precious time, you know, you can't ever get back. And your true creativity and your true self comes out when you do just focus on yourself and focus on what lights you up. Focus on the value that you have to give to the world. Focus on what you want to manifest, what you want to accomplish. Um, and then the third one, and this is really huge, is there is always more than enough to go around. And this is something I apply a lot because I do a lot of money mindset coaching. But um, just in general, like success, money, happiness, love, there is more than enough to go around for everyone. And there is no such thing as competition because we are all so unique and we all have such different desires. We all have such different needs and wants that there is enough resources out there to fulfill all of our unique desires. Like what you desire is not what I desire. What I desire is not what you desire. And um, a lot of people just, they get so focused on what everyone else has and they just forget to be grateful first of all, for what they have themselves and realize that someone else's success is not their failure. And what someone else has doesn't mean that they can't have it too. Mm, I and love that would them. be my three. And I love, I agree with there is no such thing as competition, there's collaboration and I do agree that we are all unique individuals. So Catherine, how can our listeners find you? What's the best place? Yeah, so the best to... Two or three places would be my website, first and foremost, manifestationbabe.com. Um, I post a lot of content on my Instagram, at manifestationbabe. And if you want to join a true community where um, I actually go, I do a lot of live streams in my Facebook group and share a lot of value and um, I'm just always making posts and this community is just like my baby, my favorite thing, look up Manifestation Babes on Facebook in the group search bar. Like when you go to the group section of Facebook, you can, you can find it at the time of this recording. There's about 10,000 of us in the group. Um, I do my, I, my best efforts to keep it a very high vibe space, very positive, very uplifting. I have people helping me manage it. And so it's a very safe space for you to come in and explore your spirituality and explore, you know, what is this manifesting thing and how can I apply it to my life and not be judged for it and just, have a lot of fun with it and I spend a lot of time in there and so you can find me there as well. Catherine, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. You are one a very inspirational young woman and I'm sure our listeners will absolutely love this interview and absolutely check out your website and your social media feed. So once again, thank you so much for your time and your energy. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you. That brings us to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed the show as it is my mission to reach out and inspire as many individuals like you. 
And one of the best ways to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes. It's easy and it only takes about 10 seconds. If you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Catherine Plano. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. Until next week, please take care.